Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Podcast. I am Jordan, along here, like always, with Brother Brandon. Good evening. <laughs> and best friend Ryan. Hello, everybody. And if you downloaded this episode tonight, you're listening to us because we are talking about everything marriage. I've been going on for almost five years of marriage here. Brother Brandon's been married for, oh, about almost 20 years. <laughs> Going on 10, actually. Yep, almost 10. And best friend Ryan's been married for uh, about almost six months. Uh, yeah, five months. Which is uh, three years and dog years. That Three years and marriage years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, three years and husband years, because we're going to die before. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way of putting it. Husband years. Men do die off quicker. Yeah, because it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to. So we're going to talk about we're, everything that's we're, wonderful. Uh, men are the, we're the, we show up late to puberty and we die early. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we do, and we lose our sexual drive by thirty-five. Yeah, Is that true? Yep. Damn, that uh, must be twenty-five for that me. That sucks because women peak in their mid, like their early thirties. Exactly. This is why men and women can't get along. Huh. Just when, you would think if it was intelligent design, they would have designed that better. Yeah, like from ages like eighteen to like thirty, just fucking like rabbits. I mean, not necessarily that, but like you would think the peaks would be at similar times. Very complicated. Evolutionary yeah. like rights, you would think, yeah. yeah. I mean they have a, I mean they have a they have more ribs than we do. It's but technically, uh, we are I mean this this um, you know, being with one person is not actually in our code. It's not. You know, we're supposed to, you know, like I'm supposed well, to I'm supposed to bang Shariah head. and I'm supposed to move on to the next broad and well, you're supposed to spread your seed. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't do that. Well, <laughs> Some people may. Well, divorce rate is. And we still slapped good. a word on it, and it's called adultery. <laughs> How dare you! How dare you! But we will talk about that. Actually, we're going to talk about everything that's awesome about marriage. You got the in betweens about marriage, and then you got the end all be all of marriage: death and divorce. God bless it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all that stuff. The funny thing is, for me, is that uh, this will be a fun discussion because um, I've been to both of your guys' weddings. Yeah. So I've been to all three. So that's 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 kind of cool. I've been to your uh, and 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 Ryan's. Ryan, you only been to mine. Yeah, I didn't know Brandon back Back in no uh, back in two thousand nine. I didn't know you back in at that time. You know me in ten, right? Uh, early early eleven. Early eleven. We met in like like this like right before Christmas in twenty ten. Did we? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm I'm just gonna say eight years of friendship. Okay. Because you know it's still two thousand ten. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm just gonna use that. My ears are warm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a little behind the scenes. I got a I got a propane heater. Uh, Dad for my birthday bought me a propane heater, and it's a flame the size of your head. Yeah. And it, uh, the moment I walked in here, I thought I was in a sauna. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Gina yeah. actually wants to come out here and just her bathing suit and sauna it up. I'm sure the bathing suit part is something you've added, right? Yeah. Is that is that yeah. the demands you've put on it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, uh, actually, let's let's, uh, let's start off with anniversaries real quick here. Mine's coming up um, very soon. And Gina told me about this thing that I, I wanted to share with you guys because you guys may want to do this with your ladies. Yeah, yours is two weeks right after mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting, isn't it? May. God <laughs> bless it. But uh, our anniversary is May 18th. Uh, so in May, we're going to go to a place in, in the city here called Bellomere Suites. I've seen commercials for Oh, that. yeah. I've never even heard of it until tonight. Yeah? Mm -mm. you never seen the commercial? Never seen it. And they have deals during the week, you know. So it is an expensive piece of shit. But 
Well, you have four different tiers. Oh, the tier system. Yeah. So, no matter what tier you pick for the Bellarmere Suites, you automatically get your own private drive-in garage. Okay. Which is nice. Yeah. Now, tier one is the jacuzzi-only tier, and that is a king bed. Oh, I was about to say what you got to you got to sleep and live in a jacuzzi. <laughs> no, no, and you get and you get a jacuzzi. Okay, that's it. That's the that's the supplement. It's yeah. just a jacuzzi. Jacuzzi, and okay. that's one hundred fifty nine dollars a night during ain't the week. Too bad. And the reason why it's so expensive expensive is because you get your own private garage that you pull into. Oh, the garage. Well, it's just because I've done some googling, and I guess that's where a lot of people find their spouses are committing adultery because you can just <laughs> you just go right into the garage. And bang it out. All right. Tier two, I'm gonna get some of these wrong, but tier two is 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 two hundred dollars a night, and that is a jacuzzi and a double edge shower. Okay. So 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 spigot on one, whatever faucet, you know, coming in, yeah. And then you got tier three, which is what we're gonna do, which is two hundred and fifty nine dollars, and you get your own private garage. It's a two story, uh-huh. right? A thousand square feet. The first floor is a fucking pool. Nice. Your own fucking pool, right? Mm. And then you go upstairs. You got a TV in the uh, bedroom. You can just call it what it is—a fuck pad. Yeah, you got a TV in the bedroom. Yeah, which is a 42-inch it's advertised as. <laughs> and then you got a 24-inch in the bathroom, which is jacuzzi only, no shower. Now, if you want to go above and beyond, the biggest ever, right? You spend $359 for a night. For a night. God. You get. A private pool, you know, your own pool in your room. You get 1,500 square feet. You get four TVs. You got, because, uh, you got a sauna. (laughs) You got two jacuzzis. You got two king beds, right? And here's the fun thing. Uh, You get free, no charge, 24-hour on the clock room service, Hmm. right? Then they give you a $100 gift card to the casino. Shit. So I'm like, hey, Gina, you want to do this? And she's like, no, let's just do, you know, the one with the pool, the, the 200 You guys are only doing a night? Yeah, so we're going to go to the casino ourselves, have dinner, you know, and then we're going to go in the pool, you know. And Gina actually did say this. I was shocked on this part. She was like, I don't have a bathing suit. Well, it's our own private pool. Fuck it. I'll just go naked. I'm just like, hey, hey, Excelsior. <laughs> Fireworks going off in your head. Yeah, I'm like, poo-poo, poo-poo. And my pants. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what I'm excited for. This is my fifth anniversary. I did not know that a five-year anniversary is a big deal, but according to Gina, I guess it is. It's is considered it? the uh, it's considered the second hump. The first hump is considered one year. Okay. And the second, for this is what I've been told. There's three humps, and if you make it past the first hump, which is a year, mm-hmm. you're okay. You you've gone through the first newlywed troubles. Okay. Your second hump is five years. By mm-hmm. five years, that's when you've had maybe some financial trouble. How do you work it together? Mm-hmm. You've had some kind of maybe health issue. How do you work that together? Mm-hmm. Your third hump is your 10-year. And if you make it past 10-year, they say there's a good shot that you're just going to pretty much stay together. Which is coming up for you. Yeah. Next, what, this May? Yeah. No, May of 19. Yeah, so, so this year this is nine. coming up in nine. nine. Nine years of being married. How is that, by the way? You don't really think about it until someone asks you. Yeah, we've been married for nine years. Fuck yourself, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an interesting thought, uh, especially since at the time that I got married, 19, uh, a lot of people thought we weren't even going to make the first year, which rightfully so. I can understand to a degree that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that age, you know, it's it could be like, 
you know, not really thinking of the parameters of marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, and I, I have to say, like, uh, I mean, I'm not going to get too personal, but mm-hmm. our first year was rough. Uh, we we moved to Gainesville, which is a college town there mm-hmm. in Florida. Uh, financially, wasn't that great because what sucks for, like, Ryan I probably might understand, too, is what sucks for us who graduated in 08. That's when the recession hit. So job-wise was... It was it was hard to balance. Slim to none. And uh, I remember the two weeks before Christmas, Office Depot closed. Which were you working at? Yeah. So I mean, there was I wasn't making much money to begin with. Um, uh, she was. It was hard for her to find a job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it, in all, you know, in all purposes, we probably shouldn't be together after that first year. No, we yeah, held right. through because yeah. all we had was each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people, I think misstep is not realizing hey you're not alone in this Mm -hmm. you have a partner Mm -hmm. how do you work it together and uh yeah so now we're here nine years of it yeah now she's your best friend absolutely Mm -hmm. makes me laugh in certain ways that no one else does Mm -hmm. um thankfully she has like just today uh i bought a movie called down which I, i explained earlier was uh it's this weird it's a 2001 remake of a killer elevator movie and uh i was like most, and this is why I love her, because, like, I was like, hey, Shariah, I got down, killer elevator movie, you want to watch it? She's like, fuck yeah, put it in. I want to see what happens. So we sat down together and watched a killer elevator movie from 2001. Wow. And, um, yeah, and it's just like, there's things that I'll come up with stories, you know, because I like to write, and she'll be like, no, let me draw stuff for it. And it's just a constant, just mutual partnership on everything we do. And it's that's, fun. That's, that's funny, because, you know, when I try to get Gina to watch WWE, it's like pulling teeth. I, I have to negotiate. Shariah it, it, actually, two years ago, showed me a movie I'd never heard of before. Death Becomes Her. Yeah, which I'm surprised. It's one of my favorite films. I never showed you that for some guy in reason. I, I, when I watched it, I was like, what the fuck, man? Where was this? Why did I not find Where it? Where was this? Because 12-year-old Brandon would have just loved that shit. <laughs> it, was, it was great. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Every day is a surprise with her, really. It's still to this day, it is. And Best Friend Ryan's been married for five months. Mm-hmm. He's been with Elise. How long have you been with Elise? Uh... We were together in uh, August of 2014 is when we got together. Nice. Got married in August of 2017. So three years together yeah. before marriage. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Some people get married after a year, so that's yeah. nice. That was us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were only together for a year. We Well, we were together for what, a, almost a year and eight months before I proposed to her. A year and eight months before you proposed. Yeah. You proposed her on a cruise. On a cruise, the most romantic way possible. Definitely. Yeah. It was the last cruise. It was. Uh, I thought it was pretty fun because uh, we had this thing where I don't know if anyone's ever been on a cruise. Uh, the last night, so there's a there's a person that cleans your cabin. And, okay. Like, it's like they have like 20 rooms they have to clean every day. Yeah. And you can give them money, like a tip at the end of it, mm-hmm. and you got to put an envelope with their name on and your room number and all stuff, and you have to take it to the front desk. And drop it in to this box. And so I told her, I was like, hey, uh, here's 20 bucks for the guy. Just Can you go take that to the front desk? I'm really tired. And so she's like, yeah, no problem. So she went in there, and as she was doing that, I was like turning down the lights, you know, setting the mood, and I got the ring out and all <laughs> stuff. I was surprised. I thought she would find the ring because I, I just put it in a drawer. <laughs> I thought maybe she would find it. She didn't find you it. You weren't very sneaky. No. She didn't know I had it. Yeah. Yeah. She cried and stuff. It was real nice. Nice. Do you have rose petals on the bed and shit? No, no. Um, we had a towel that I had shaped into a heart. You did oh. that yourself? Yeah. Oh, that's fancy. It's, it's not hard. 
It's not hard. <laughs> really, just kind of roll it up and then fold it into a heart. Yeah, but I bet that was the most stressful fold in your life. I hope this looks right. I hope this looks right. You know. Yeah. It's. It I mean, it's a fifty-fifty at that point. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna give a fuck She's about not gonna it. say no because like it's gonna make it really awkward. After because of that. the implication. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're on the water. You got nowhere she, she to, has go. to go. <laughs> You might as well say yes, because if you say no, it's going to be a bad trip back. Where were we at? Caribbean, Puerto Rico? Uh, Bermuda. We went to Bermuda and back. Yeah, see, and, and, and also she has to go through the triangle, which will not be good on her part. A lot yeah. of ghost ships in there. Well, this was the last night, so like we were already yeah. on the coast of uh, Maryland. Well, you guys were okay, okay, you guys went through Maryland. Where'd you guys uh, depart from? Uh, Baltimore. Okay. We drove, because uh, it was uh, July, yeah, it was, was it July 4th? Yeah, it was July 4th shut down, because uh, I used to work at a car factory. And uh, she came and picked me up when I got off of work at 11, um, and we drove through the night from uh, Anna, Ohio, which is just above uh, Piqua. I don't know if you guys know where Piqua is. It's about, it's about 40 minutes north of Dayton. Okay. You guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the way to Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Uh, driving to Florida when we, we take uh, I-75, I always see Piqua on the sign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably drive by Wapa. Then. We do. He does drive by Wapa. Yeah. He does. All right. That's cool. So, like... So, I mean, being exhausted, but at the same time, it's that level of excitement just giving you that adrenaline, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're doing this. No, I, I, like, I had racked my brain how I was going to do it. I, I called the, um... Does that suck? Like, how you're going to do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't know how I was going to do it at all. I thought like, I'd take her for a nice meal, and then we had decided that we were going to go away for vacation. It was the first time we actually, like, gone... Like, this is the first... That was the first time she'd ever been out of the country uh, her entire life. Um, so it was like a big deal mm. and I, I had thought maybe I could have because uh, we got like the fancy dinners where it's like $30 reservations but like the meal's free you can get as much food as you want um, I thought like maybe the fancy steakhouse we're going to I can have them put the ring in like, a piece of cake or something or have them bring out some champagne movie style and yeah, yeah. And, I was, like, <laughs> and I called around to see like talk to the maitre d's and ask them how they do it and how they would suggest and all this stuff and then I was just like you know what I don't want to be the center of attention I don't want to like make a scene or anything so I'll just I'll do it in our cabin. Yeah. And, yeah. That's very, how, uh, very quiet and very simple. Yeah. And then right after, you can go to Pound Town. Yeah, yes. Instead of, <laughs> instead of arguably, you know, in the restaurant, everybody's clapping for you, and then everybody's thinking, oh, I know, cause we know what's going to happen. It'd be kind of awkward, like, you know, we have this teary, like, confession of our love for each other, and then yeah. we just resume eating our steaks. Yeah, it's, it's like, of, it's like afterwards, you don't eat your steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. To, you go. You don't go. You after that. You don't finish eating your steak. You go to the bedroom and you eat something else. I mean, that's just the way it is. <laughs> no. All right. Nobody like that. Um. Well, I mean, I'm. <laughs> I proposed into the shower. I was. Uh, I was taking a shower and. Um, Shariah came in. She was getting ready for work, and uh, she was doing her hair. And <laughs> I pulled back the curtain. And I was like, I don't know. What, what do you think about marriage? And she was like, I don't know, it sounds kind of cool. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, would you want to? Uh, if you don't, it's fine. I mean, it's a stupid idea, I guess. She goes, no, let's do it. And that was that. <laughs> How long until you guys are married? Not long. No. Um, I proposed, well, I don't even know if you call that a proper proposal. I asked her. <laughs> uh, I think it was... Late January, we mm-hmm. got married that May. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I know that because Dad called me in January. And, of course, that famous thing we always say, you know, Dad calls me and says, So your brother's getting married. Oh, yeah, what's your name? Shariah. Is she black? Is she black? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Love has no color. <laughs> no, no, no. You, I don't hold that against you. My stepdad, when I started dating Shariah, 
I was like, um, I was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna be bringing over a, a new girlfriend. Her name's Shariah. My stepdad, who is hardcore Southern, uh, didn't say black. He said the mm. other name. Mm. Uh, is she an N? And I was like, uh, no. But thanks for reminding me just how miserable of a person you are. She's really tan. <laughs> I can remember um, back when uh, he had the movie studio. Uh, like one of the first times when you were gearing up for Frankenstein, um, he had pictures from uh, like behind the scenes of the dead from when you guys' his first movie. And he was talking about you and Shariah. He's like, yeah, he's like, that's my brother and uh, Shariah up there. In the photo, I look around, I'm like, there's, I was like, Shariah black? Because <laughs> like, I was trying to find a black woman in the, in the picture. He's like, no, no, that, that's her with the, in the makeup and stuff. I was like, ah. Um, as my wife will explain it, and I think, I don't know, her mother definitely tried. Uh, Shariah does have some Native American in her. And uh, I guess, I want to say it's her, her great-great-grandfather is pretty much Native American. Like, he's got, like, hardcore Cherokee in him. And uh, so her mother was trying to, like, give her a name that would sort of relate to uh, Native American. And I guess uh, at the time that Shariah was born... Her mother asked her grandfather, and she was like, hey, you know, is there a name that, I want to name her something off of, like, the wind. Is there, like, a good name for the wind? And I guess that Shariah came out of it. So, don't know. Same ballpark, <laughs> just off subject real quick. This is very, very fascinating. Gina told me this last night. This is very short. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, they have a bunch of children. Their first kid is famously known as Northwest. Okay. Right? Kanye is actually from Chi-Town, Chicago. Uh-huh. Kim Kardashian is now pregnant with her new child. They have released the baby name. The baby's name of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's third child is Chicago West. Interesting. I just, just wanted Chicago. Why wouldn't you just continue the trend? Like, name someone, name one of them. North, South, East, West. West, West. Why, <laughs> why don't you want you call somebody Los Angeles West now? I just, this is ridiculous. But anyway, um... I knew for when I proposed to Gina, um, you were with me. I wasn't with you when you proposed. You weren't with me when I proposed, but you were with me when I bought the ring. I don't think so. Didn't you go over to her apartment because she locked herself in her apartment? No, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. That was Chad then. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> My wife locked herself in the apartment. Inside? Inside the apartment. She. Okay. That's that's not the story, but literally Chad and I are hanging out there. Oh, Eric was with us. And... and uh, Gina put her keys in. She had this terrible habit of putting her keys in on the outside of the door and just walking in without oh, taking the keys in. So, the, so she locked herself in the apartment. She's on the third floor. <laughs> so we had to come over at midnight to take the key out. Interesting. I, yeah, she could not get out. Huh. So afterwards, you know, that, that little thing was afterwards, uh, we were driving back, and I'm just like, I'm going to marry her. And everybody thought that was hilarious. So um, buy the ring, and then... Uh, I get ready to propose. I propose on Friday the 13th, of course. Oh, right. Yeah, naturally. Naturally. That's that's what... <laughs> May, of, May, Friday the 13th. And, uh, yeah, uh, Gina did the one thing. This is why I was doing this. She was kind of special. She did the one thing that no person ever can never do. She shut me up. She shut me up. That's when I knew it was something special because I had this whole thing planned, just like Ryan. You know, I had the ring. It's Friday the 13th. I'm going to propose. I have a key to her apartment, right? I'm going to wait for her to get off of work, right? Whole thing planned. I'm gonna walk in. Take her be... to a camp. No. Stalk her. Stalk her. <laughs> put her basket on. I'm gonna have candles everywhere. I'm gonna have boys to men. Ooh, <laughs> you know. 
I'm going to have rose petals everywhere. I'm going to be on one knee and say, blah, 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 you know, just everything, right? Yeah. So I do all that stuff. I get in. And then as soon as she comes in 15 minutes later, she walks in her bedroom. She sees me. I'm on my knee. Nothing. I lost every train of thought I had. I literally, fans, can I see this? It was like me holding a ring and like this. Oh. I was scared shitless. Deer in headlights. Yeah. Yeah. And Gina goes, you're speechless. Yes. (laughs) So, fans, technically, I never asked her to marry me. She just assumed and just took over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awful brazen of her. Yeah, she just... <laughs> She's lucky it's lasted this long. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, my side very epic, but, like, I can't shut up. And she was the one that shut me up. Because I didn't know... I, it was, like... I mean, like, it was it was at the time, it was, like, I, I, I want to be married. I don't know why. You know, but I, I want to be married. I want to do this thing. You know, I'm so excited. All this emotion, all this romantic stuff. And then as soon as I see her, I'm just like, ah. You know, I just I just lose it. I, I don't know what the fuck to say. Which is interesting because knowing you for all this time, mm-hmm. uh, and take this in the right way. Okay. You never struck me as a man who would just settle down and get married. Which, when I found out, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. And when I found out you were having a child, I was like, Wow. Motherfucker. He's, go- he's going full war on this. <laughs> he's fucking committed. <laughs> yeah, I... But, I mean, and, and you know, it's... Congrats. I mean, obviously. Uh. But, I don't know, it was... Especially growing up, it was always... Because I, I can remember numerous times when you were telling me you were like... You know, essentially, in a roundabout way, you were like, no one... you know. No one's holding me down. There ain't going to be no chains on me. I'm going to be Jordan. I'm going to be Jordan. I got Jordan. The frosted tips. Yeah. We're still on the frosted tips? I've got Ruby. I'll never forget those frosted tips. All right. I got Ruby, huh? I've got Ruby. I'm good. <laughs> but I, it was it was, it was, was definitely a shock. It was time. It was time because Gina was the only girl that did not cheat on me or I did not cheat on. So I knew it was something. <laughs> and we were together for... We got... We got... We got Started dating in 09, and we got married in 2013, and I proposed her in 2011. Oh, wow. So we were together for a good five years. Yeah. I mean, technically, next year is, we've been together for 10 years. Right. And technically, next year, we've been together as long as you and Shri have been married. Interesting. Because her and I got together in January of 09, and you got married in May of 09. Now, was there a point for either of you uh, before... Our chosen wives. Was there a point where you thought you'd probably spend your life with another girl? Oh, the Great White Buffalo? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Don't get me started on the Great White Buffalo. Oh, fuck. No, I, I no. mean, I, I never had a serious girlfriend before, anyways. Okay. Like, I mean, girls I talked to and girls I was infatuated with, but nothing, like, serious. Right. So, yeah. I got lucky, I think. Elise is actually perfect for you. Oh, I know. Because she's... I know. Outsider looking in, I don't know your marriage, but like you're you, and she's her complete opposite. Uh, we're not complete opposites. Really? We have, Interesting. Uh, we have, I mean, like we have sort of similar senses of humor. Like our sense of humor is kind of similar. I've kind of rubbed off on her, so like her, mm. her, her dirty jokes have deepened since she's been with me. Yeah, that would happen to anybody with but, you. But like, 
we have we have like she loves movies. I love movies, and we have a lot of the same interests. That's uh, it's interesting you say about dirty humor. Uh, when I first met Shariah, she she liked dirty humor, but she wouldn't even really utter a curse word. Yeah. She just didn't like to. Now, if I say if I do or do something wrong around Shariah, she'll be like, "Suck my dick." Like she'll she'll even grab herself and she'll be like, "Suck my dick." That's exactly how it is. <laughs> like it was. She's like she was when 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 we first got together. She was uh, you know a good church girl, you know <laughs> always neat and tidy. Didn't want to you know, uh, embarrass herself in public and stuff like that. But now, like there are times where we'll go to Walmart and she'll try to hump me. Like she'll just <laughs> it's like she'll just walk up behind me, put her hands on my hips, and, and whisper in my ear. Now. Like she's gonna hunt me. She, she should have said surprise. That would have been better. No, she knows it irritates me when she does it in public. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Love that girl. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gina didn't know a lot of stuff until I came in. Gina was innocent. Now, you want to talk about a goody old church girl. Gina is the goody old church girl here. Nothing against her, but judging by her parents, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, she is. Now, now, now. I, it is it is it does not strike me as unbelievable that Elise is a goody church girl. But if we're gonna compare here, I think Gina got the cake on this one. Gina's party days in college was going to two parties <laughs> you know i yeah. mean like gina was she said she party gina said she was a smoker in college found out after dating for a few years that she bought one pack and i was in her purse for two years you know what i mean so right. she you know <laughs> but uh, gina's gina cannot smirk anymore when i say fish tacos because she knows what it means now mm-hmm. you know um, she had no idea what a queef was until we had sex for the first time and she queefed. Really? When we were dating. She goes, oh my God, I farted. And I was like, nope. No, you didn't. She goes, what? I said, you queefed. Huh. Oh yeah. She's, she, she's very, very innocent. And I've corrupted her. I think in a all, lot of ways. I think, I think that's a, that's a husband's duty. Yeah. Is to corrupt the wife as much as possible. Yeah. I mean like she never wanted to see aliens, any of the trilogy of aliens, you know, quadrilly. And I was like, but it's about a strong woman. And she's like, oh, okay. That was my ticket in. <laughs> it is, but, you know, still yeah. face huggers and chest bursters and things. You know? <laughs> and, by the way, this is Jordan for the 50th episode, Shoehorn Aliens into the episode. I was just about to mention that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, Gina, Gina was very corruptible. I mean, last night we had fish tacos. Seriously, we had fish tacos. And I'm making it, and she goes, hey, Jordan, I don't want any cheese on my fish taco. Nice. And she goes, hee, hee, hee. I'm like, nice. Good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely corrupted her. Um, fun question. Did all three of us consummate the wedding the night of the wedding? Yeah. Not the night of. Not the night of. No, because huh? we had to, the night of the wedding, we had to drive. Uh, we had to stay awake all night. So we went back to the place we were staying at to get our bags to go up to Detroit to catch our flight mm. out to uh, the Dominican Republic. No, it, we flew to Miami first. It just sucks that you guys couldn't go to Toledo, but there's just no direct flights out there. Nope. No. Um, fucking expensive as shit, too. Yeah. yeah. Even even going through Detroit, it was, I think it was, um, it was like 250 a ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is expensive. Nice. So you didn't get a chance to consummate the night of? No, we didn't do it the night after either because we were really tired and uh, I got really sunburnt. So, but we did. Uh, if you guys really want to know. <laughs> the audience wants to know. I'm sure they do. Number one show on the network, they have to know. We, uh, the place we stayed at, so, like, we weren't a huge fan of our honeymoon. Um, if you ever see, like, a, a Groupon deal for a hotel in a foreign country, maybe think twice about it. 
Because, like, we got our honeymoon for um, both of us. Uh, it was a five, five night? Four night. Four night, five day stay at this resort, quote, resort, um, in uh, the Dominican Republic. It wasn't Punta Cana. I can't remember what it was called. Excuse Punta me. something. Um, but, like, we, were, we went through the airport, and we got a taxi, and he's driving us through. It's like a half hour to get from the airport to the resort we're staying at. And uh, we're just going through, like, poverty. Just impoverished everything. And then, like, there's a little bit of, looks like a town, you know, people are having a party and stuff. And then it goes back to being, like, rural nothing, people walking on the street, kids not wearing pants sort of which stuff. Is, which is interesting because that actually is the, the same layout of Hawaii a lot of people don't know. Like, Hawaii is such a tourist destination that there's a lot of parts that are just complete disgusting and poverty-ridden. And, like... We're going through all of that, and then we just take a right turn. That's right off the street is our resort. Hmm. So, like, didn't feel. Was it a resort? No. Well, well, the the resort we were staying at was part of a larger resort that was a different company. Okay, because you keep on doing you know quotations, so I'm I'm, so that's why I'm wondering if it's actually a resort or if it's like Jordan's Bar. It's on the beach. Um, you get free alcohol. Oh, free alcohol is nice. No matter no matter what, it's fine. (laughs) Okay. But like, it was like really watered down liquor and all that stuff. Doesn't matter. Free alcohol. Like, I drank... There was one night, because we were getting irritated, because the, like, the customer service mm-hmm. was awful. Sucked. And, like, we paid... We, like, we didn't pay a lot of money, but we paid... I mean, that's something... That's a lot of money to us, 550 bucks. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and, but we were getting told, like, there... We, the, the, the thing on the Groupon on the website said that, you know, you have access to all these restaurants that are on site. Then when we get there... They don't tell us uh, how to make reservations. They don't tell us when we have to make reservations because we had to make reservations two days in advance. Oh. Nowhere on the website did it say that. No one told us that. And then when we tried to make a reservation for one restaurant, they're like, oh, no, you, you didn't get the, the right package to go to that restaurant and all that stuff. And I we, thought it was a timeshare, you said. They tried to pitch us on a timeshare. That nice. was why it was a deal. Nice. Like, they gave us these wristbands mm-hmm. so when we were walking around, they could identify us. Hmm. So, like, as timeshare people. As people who need to hear the pack, uh, the timeshare sale pitch mm-hmm. and that happened to us three times where somebody stopped us and said have you got your welcome package yet and the first time we fell for it because we were like oh it might be some like i was like free shit you know let's yeah. go get some free shit and like we they sat us in the room gave us free alcohol free wa- uh, water then, then they liquor gave us you up for you could pay more money that's great continue yeah. no no i mean god love this like we mostly it's so like after the second day we mostly just went to this one particular beach got free alcohol went to the buffet stayed in our room Though they did have a good Dominican restaurant on site, but I mean, I don't know what a Dominican restaurant Dominican is. Dominican food. Dominican I don't know Republic. what Dominican food is. Oh, it's from the Dominican Republic. I know what Dominican Republic. I don't know what Dominican food is. It is a seafood. No, it's um, probably it's lambs, just, right? A lot of lamb. And... I had I had conch um, fritters. It's okay. Like the meat from a conch shell, conch shell with like oh, okay. and stuff. Okay. Um, I had some like lemon jerked chicken. It was really good. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just know what it. They had a weird like <clears throat> coconut pudding. Thing? It Coconut might. Oh, pudding. you know, it might actually might be. I wonder if it's sort of similar to because they're almost they almost have the same culture. Uh, New Orleans, in so terms. I've never of, had Creole food, like a lot of Creole. Food, I'm so almost I'm wondering if it's sure. that if that's the same, because I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of like Jamaican influence is in New Orleans as well, and I know like you know Jamaica and Dominican Republic they're all within the same Caribbean area. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, that's interesting. But I mean, yeah, we didn't. I mean, we had fun. Like we did to get the to back to the original question. We did consummate eventually mm-hmm. uh, on this giant bed that was super comfortable. Yeah, but, shack bed. 
Yeah, it was a Shackler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it had to have been, I don't it had to have been a California King. I don't know. That's the biggest bed I've ever slept in. Nice. Yeah. California King sleeps eight genus. We've, we've measured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Nice. Is that length or width? Everything. Oh. Uh, what, what, what we did, what we did was we were, uh, uh, we, uh, we, we, uh, Gina surprised me when we were dating. Our first year of dating, she took, uh, she goes, hey, I got you, got you tickets. I said, tickets for what? She goes, the Packers. I was like, huh? <laughs> you know, against the Browns, Cleveland. You know, we're staying at the Holiday Inn. I'm paying for this all, blah, blah. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Anyway, but we stayed at Holiday Inn. They had a California King. And Gina's so little. My, fans, my wife's five foot, uh, four foot eleven. And she laid on one side with her back. And then she rolled over to her front. Front, back, front, back, front, back. Across, it fit eight genus. Okay? That was width. Length fit five genus. Jesus. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Side note, Riss Wolfress, we were about height. We took Riley to the doctor on Wednesday last week. And they have a little computer. And they measured her and stuff. And they go, would you guys like to know how much, how tall she will be when she's a full-grown adult? I was like, you have technology to do this? <laughs> and they're like, yes. I'm like, oh, well, you guys, you guys cured AIDS. Why not? He goes, what? Nothing. Uh, what is it? And he goes, she'll be five foot 11. Oh, wow. I was like, huh. He goes, you seem disappointed. I was like, well, my wife's 4'11. I'm six foot. I thought Riley would be in the middle. He goes, no, she's the 24th percentile when it comes to height, which means that she's only the 24th tallest out of 100. Okay. Interesting. So Riley's going to be a short thing. 5'11's tall for a girl. I'm not even 5'11. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm a dude. Did I say 5'11? Yeah. I'm sorry. Five foot three. Oh, five foot three. Sorry, my fault. Oh, okay. My fault. But I found this out. Gina told me this. You on on that day. She goes, you know what? Because we're about height. She goes, I really wish I was four ten. I said, why do you wish you were four ten? She goes, I know this my whole life because my parents always tell me four ten legally. You're a midget. A little person. Is 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 that the correct term? Proper nomenclature, sir. All right, I'm sorry. I did not know the correct term, but a little person. Oh, we lost six viewers, six yeah. listeners. Sorry, but a little person, which is like two grand for a month, two two grand the government just gets you, gives you. But you could like chop off her feet. That's the point. That's yeah, a solid three inches Good. right there. She's four eleven. Four ten is a little person. Chop off her feet, and then that way she has a cool story. Oh, I was in Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Uh, just watch the confusion yeah. over people's faces would yeah. be brilliant. Gina and I did consummate the night of our wedding uh, forcefully. Yeah, in a way, not for, not, not not forcefully like like not. Watch rape. what you say. We're we're in a we're in a we're in murky waters society this right is now. A, yeah, this is a this is the Me Too era. It wasn't rapey. No, but it was <laughs> like it didn't sound rapey at all. No, it's not. What I mean by forcefully is that uh, everybody knows because we've all we all married. You're so tired after everything's done. Yeah. Right? And you know you should have sex because it's a good way of ending the night. But you're so fucking just tired, right? So we're in our room, and Gina's in the bathroom, and she goes, Hey, George, just throw a wedding dress on. She's like, Can you help me with my, my bobby pins or whatever? I'm pulling out like 100 bobby pins. It's <laughs> fucking crazy, you know? I'm trying to help her. And, you know, and she's finally like halfway off her bobby pins, you know? And we're just laying in bed watching Frasier <laughs> because it was on. You know, hotel TV shows gotta bless it. You the know. toss salad and scrambled eggs is what did you in, right? Yeah. Well, next door, which we did not know this, of course she would do this. Mater's room was <laughs> next door to our room. Of course. We did not know this until that night. Of course. Mm. So I Gina's like, Oh my god, they're next door. 
So, but they had a huge party. They were having a huge party. So I said, hey, Gina, I, I know they have a lot of food. Are you fucking hungry? She goes, I didn't eat anything, right? You guys don't really eat much. Or maybe I, you do you get. I, do you, do I didn't you? get to, yeah. I didn't get a chance to. It was high, 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 dance, high, high. It was a full cooked pig at our wedding, too. I know, son I didn't of get a, a chance to eat it. Nope, but I ate that cake. God damn it, I love that cake. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, so I said, well, hold on. Maybe I'm going to walk over. So I walk over. Everybody's partying outside. It was like. Uh, the rooms were these patio rooms where you had the room and then you had a personal patio. So everybody was on the patio. So I walked and opened up their little cooler and just stole a bunch of deli sandwiches and stuff, you know. And we ate. And we look at each other, and I'll never forget this. And I look at her and I go, huh, you wanna? <laughs> and she was like, might as well. Yeah. But I don't want to do anything. You do all the work. Okay. And... We did. And five years later, it's no different. Five years right. later. Right. Right. I, I remember at your wedding, because uh, it was uh, free beer, I took I took full advantage of that. I think. Yes, you did. Uh, I got it really drunk, and I I can I distinctly remember um, trying to help clean up, mm-hmm. and Gina's mom like walking over to me, putting her hand on my on my hand, going, "It's okay, you don't have to help." <laughs> Cause like I was trying to pick stuff up and I was dropping stuff. Yeah. I, I was like shouting at somebody asking where they want this stuff. Was Elise? No, Elise was, was not around. There. No. No. That, so I you st- had to deal with Chad, Chad and Max. No, they weren't there either. Who did you deal with? What do you mean? Who was? Wh- who'd you hang out with? Uh, Eric. Yeah. Eric. Eric and Eric and Terry. Eric. No, Terry left. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. Him and his wife got divorced at my wedding. Oh, did they get divorced? I know they were fighting because mm-hmm. of the baby. Mm-hmm. Um. Where are you? I hung out with yeah, I hung out with Eric, Tina, Eric's brother. And, well, they're they're back together and again. And Lisa, and I remember that night I tried really hard to get Lisa to show me her tits. She had yeah. really big tits. She did, she but, did. Yeah, but she, she ended up did. banging Josh she instead. Ended up banging Josh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Terry's back together again. Yeah. Right. But but uh, but yeah, they broke up. They got well, they didn't divorce, but they broke up at my wedding for a few months. Because <laughs> yeah. he was yeah. Because, uh, well, I guess we'll come back to it. Because it was about a newborn child. It got, was. They got in the fight with. Yeah. So bring it back to children. Yeah, we let's will hear about, Let's hear about Brandon's. Uh... Hmm? Did, did you fuck Shariah good? Oh, the first night? Oh, the wedding. Yeah, the night of the yeah, wedding. Way. Yeah, we did. Uh, Dad got us the best Western. Hotel. Yeah, he did. He goes, I re- always remember this. He goes, <laughs> he shakes Brandon's hand and he goes, not much. But I got your hotel for the night. <laughs> yeah. And, which was even more awkward because we had to uh, we had to go to Shariah's mother mother's place to get our stuff, mm-hmm. get change of clothes, toothbrush, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And her mother was uh, uh, letting people stay there overnight. Mm-hmm. So of course, while we're walking through, everybody, everyone's quiet, and they're like, and her mom's like, "Oh, you guys, uh, I heard your uh, heard uh, your your new father-in-law got you uh, a hotel room." And Shariah's like, "Yeah, yeah," and I'm just like. Yeah, I guess we should go. Because like, everybody knows what we're going to be doing. <laughs> you're, you are legally allowed to have sex now. Um, well, you're, you're, you're legally allowed to, as long as there's consent. <laughs> consent. Hashtag I made sure too. I said that. Consent. Hashtag me too. Um, but we went to Walmart. We got snack packs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, apple juice boxes. And your get-up? Or you guys changed? Uh, in our get-up. Because we just we were like, once we get in this hotel room, we're not leaving. Oh my god, God, Cross City, you guys, 
in wedding attire. No, this was at Walmart. Walmart. This was this Chief was this was an, a, a notch better. Okay. Than Cross City. I was gonna say, well, this is something you see every day. But so. uh, the the lady who checked us out, you know, she was like snack packs, and I was like, yeah. Uh, first thing we looked at, and Shariah got like Twinkies, and then I got like Chewy Sprees. God, this is the greatest <laughs> wedding meal ever. And she was like, "Oh, you guys just married?" And uh, no, I, 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 being an asshole, I was like, "No, we got married three years ago." And Shariah was like, hit my arm. She was like, "No, it's tonight." And she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> she didn't seem to laugh at me, but I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, Every year we put on her get up. Yeah. But yeah, we went back to the Best Western and we ate. We opened up all of our cards and went to downtown. Well, what we need, we wanted to count the money first. We're not gonna we're not gonna be shy on this. We were like, how much did people pay us? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, once we counted it out, we were like, let's have sex on the money. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't do that. Dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty sex. Brandon splooges on the hundred. Still has that hundred. No, showed but me. Uh, put everything away and. Um, uh, yeah, I think Cartoon Network was on. That's oh, the last thing I remember. That's and the great thing for you guys to have sex. You guys both love Cartoon Network. That both made you horny. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's the animation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did it and fell right to sleep. We were both naked. We woke up. We realized we were still naked. Yeah. Had sex again. Nice. And then we went and had breakfast at a Waffle House. God, that's amazing. And that was our... <laughs> that, that's amazing. Shitty proposal. Shitty night. I that's guess not in the grand shit. scheme of every of everybody's perspective, but I don't think that's the shitty night. I think that's perfect for you guys. You shouldn't say it's shitty. You should say it's awesome. No, I liked it. Well, I'm just saying uh, I've I've explained that story to most people, yeah. and most people's reaction is like, "Oh, okay." Well, fuck yeah, that's, like... <laughs> that's kind of the reaction when I would when I tell people to work hard proposed to her because they're like everyone's always expecting these grand proposals mm-hmm. uh, the night of the wedding, and you know you carry that magic with you. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, people are assholes. Yeah, they are. I didn't give a shit. I mean, I especially when I tell everyone there, because I guess I don't know if this is a thing, but a question I get asked all the time is how much did the wedding cost? Yeah, that is yeah, a I thing. So. It is a yeah. thing because weddings are so fucking expensive. It's ridiculous. And I always get raised eyebrows when I say 1800 and they're like, what? Yeah, that's and rare. And I like, because we made everything. Yeah, that's, that, that's rare. <laughs> we rented out a place on the beach there in Swanee. Eighteen hundred was just my food. It was basically the food, yeah. No, that was just my food, not including everything else. Oh, you're saying, yeah. yeah. I mean, because I think the only thing I didn't like was that there was no alcohol at all. Oh. Her side of the family was they wanted a dry wedding. Oh, it was their side. See, I got the cop out from Dad that said that since you guys were not legally aged to drink at that point, you weren't going to have it. No, we knew We knew we couldn't have anything, but I didn't give a shit if everyone else did. How does that feel? I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. I know drinking is not that big of a deal to everybody's life, but how did that did that matter to you at all that, you know, you are getting married, this is a big thing, and you couldn't have a beer? Did no, that I matter to you? I didn't give a shit because I was drinking illegally before that anyway. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> at that know. time, I was aware of a beer. Okay. And, eh, no big deal. I was just curious, you know, because... My like, side of the family, though, who were all fucking drunks, mm-hmm. they were upset. Mm-hmm. And some of them even, once they found out it was their dry wedding, they showed up to the uh, wedding drunk anyway. Yep, they gave me a few. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I was out there having a cigarette. Oh, a glorious cigarette. And dude came up, Budweiser! Or Paps or whatever it was. <laughs> I'll fucking take it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, free beer at my wedding. You were right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But of course, Jordan would have free beer. Your dad paid for it. 
Dad, that was his job. Dad calls me and he was like, so you're getting married, huh? So what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And I'm like, uh, you can pay for the booze. All right, then. You know, and all paps, all paps, <laughs> you know, he paid for the booze and, um, wine was wine you had to pay for. No wine and liquor you had to pay for. For the first hour, wine was free. Oh. I remember that because Gina got pissed. She came up to me at the wedding and said, so, uh, we got married at, uh, people are not going to know, but the hotel, let's just say for the sake of argument, it's a nice place. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, th- uh, the hotel thought that we had beer and wine free so they were giving all these bottles away and we're like no 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 and they they ended up charging us and then two weeks later when the manager came back from her vacation you know she actually had the contract in her safe and said no no yeah no no so they so that all went away originally it was a very expensive bill at that point yeah i can imagine yeah and then they went away with it but yeah, we had an open bar at our wedding. Was it all booze or was it just beer? No, it was beer, uh, wine, liquor, soda. Oh, that's right, it was. Yeah. No, I got. I didn't get drunk. I didn't get drunk, but I got. I got toasty. You got. You got. I, you got I, toasty. I got toasty at my wedding. You I, got toasty. I was able to do all the normal things you do at your wedding and all that stuff, but I did. I did. Uh, you know, I went a little bit beyond my parameters. What about what about Elise? Did she drink? Yeah, she drank. That she, she loves amaretto sours. So is my wife. That's like that's like her that, jam. That's like the girl drink. <laughs> I like amaretto sours. I know, but like, but like, there's two things that women love: amaretto sours and girl brownies. Girl brownies? Yeah, Gina even admits to this. They're the brownies you can get at gas stations or Kroger. Okay. The, the chocolate fudge squares with the nuts on it. Okay. Every girl loves those. Huh. Interesting. That's Think about that. All right, but talking anyway. about now we're getting to the <laughs> wedding itself. I know we kind of jumped around, we kind of stuff. Um, what was your what was your first dance? Oh, the song. Yeah. It was Halo by Beyonce. Now was that your choice? It was both of our choice. Oh, that cool. album, we really like that album. Okay. Yeah, yeah, music's a big thing for me. Gina's a give a fuck. Um, and originally she was like, well, you know, you like movies, so how about Kiss from a Rose by Seal, Batman? I was like, good choice. I said, have you ever listened to lyrics? <laughs> she was like, no. I was like. Here are the lyrics. <laughs> she went, not her song. Yeah. You know. And, you know, she just went to different, you know, you, you know, you got your stereotypical songs that I can even name, but you hear at every wedding, you know. And I was like, hey, Gina. She was, yeah. I said, you know, you know, Beyonce, we really like Beyonce. You know, that album, I Am Sasha Fierce, her third album, um, <laughs> had eight number one hits on it. Um, and Halo was one of them. And that was also the same album with uh, Single Ladies. I was like, you know, we both love that album. We both dance to it all the time. How about we do Halo? She was like, good idea. So I guess it was my idea. But, <laughs> you know, it didn't bother me. What about yours? What was your song? Uh, her and I are a huge fan of Frank Sinatra. Mm. Not so much of the man himself, because he was a bastard. Uh, but Aren't his music. All? Aren't we all? Uh, so we did Beyond the Sea. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Because yeah. you guys are right on the ocean. Right. Nice. What was yours again? Uh, we had a live version of "Can't Help Falling in Love." Thank you. That's what yeah. it was. That was that was my that was my thing. I told her, I told her she can like she can make every decision she wants for the wedding, where it's at, how much it costs, all that stuff. It's like, but well, we are gonna dance to this one song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to segue to some other things. I would say topic two, because uh, we've gone on for a while about our weddings, but we okay. gotta talk about marriage itself, right? Because that's what we're gonna talk about. It's like ups and downs and highs and lows, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, um, one of the two, I don't give a shit. Sorry. Um, so, 
Gina and I have been married for going on five years, and 2017 has been the worst year that we've ever been married. Because of the child? Oh, yeah. Me. Me especially. Not that the child, but the stress of having a child, right? (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Politically correct term. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Uh, Yeah, it was was both. Um, 2017 was was the year of hell, as Gina and I call it. Absolutely terrible. Uh, Not as terrible as that, because that's amazing. Um, but, um, we, Gene and I never fight. Gene and I rarely have ever fought. Um, I just usually go outside and have a cigarette. Now that I quit smoking, I don't have that luxury to run away. <laughs> now that I've built a bar. I gotta I've... face my problems head on. Exactly. <laughs> now that I have a bar in my garage, I don't smoke anymore. So I'm out here for only 30 minutes and I go back in and she's still pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I have no place to go anymore because, you know. Uh, but, uh, no, yeah, uh, um, we have, we have fought terribly in, in 2017. I've, I've, I've never fought with somebody as much as I have fought with her. I fought with a lot of people and it, it sucks because, um, I have grown to really, really love the marriage, but Riley is the one that just completely broke the guy who was never going to settle down. Right. Cause you said that I'll never settle down and all this stuff and you were shocked marriage kid, but, but Riley, Riley, Riley controls me now. <laughs> so whatever she said goes, you know. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, you've created another human life. You know, I mean, you, you have responsibilities that are far more greater than anything anyone will ever accomplish. And I, I find that even though I myself don't have a child, mm-hmm. probably never will. It's, I don't think it's for us. But, I mean, I, I can't fathom, you know, the work that goes into raising a child. And I, re- I you know, commend anyone who can stick it through. It is the worst thing you can ever do in your life. I wouldn't say that. No, it is. I, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I am, people say, like, they say that, and they go, it's also the best. No. I feel like you left, you're, you're supposed to say that, but I feel like you left that out. No, see, there's a thing, I don't accident. have to. There's a, oh, okay. This this is Jordan here. Okay. Uh, right. It is, it is the worst thing ever you could ever do in your life. It is, it's terrible. But, there's no, it's the best part ever. You're, you're fishing for that, but it's not going to happen. But it is cool uh, to really see her develop, and um, because I never wanted to get married, I never wanted to settle down and have the white picket fence and have the stereotypical job where I work nine to five, you know, and come home to a family and kids. I just that 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 wasn't for me. That wasn't my style. My my style was everything else but that, you know. And uh, but I've realized uh, that since I've been watching Riley so much in this year and a half. Uh, that I've watched her develop, I've watched her grow, I've taught her things that I, A, should be teaching her, and B, should not be teaching her. And it's just fun to see her develop this and actually, you know, like, grow into a person to where I'm just, I love her more than my wife. You know what I mean? She's just so awesome. Different love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, you know, it's like, if I had to choose Riley or Gina, uh, you know. Um, but, no, like, Riley's just becoming Isn't awesome that- now. Doesn't that doesn't that tie into uh, it's like the best thing you could do? Because no, you're seeing something that you created. That you're. It's nothing about me that creating. Is a, that is a continuation of your life. That is your legacy, sir. I don't see that. Seeing it develop. I don't. I do not see it that way. I, I don't see it way. as I created you. I don't. I don't see that at all. Uh, that's not you know, how you I You don't ever it. look at her and be like, "You were in my testicles." You were the one that did not go on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. I don't think that. Huh. Honestly, I, I. I really don't. I, wow. Um. If I did not have a daughter right now, if 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 I didn't have Riley right now, I would not. It would not bother me. I had a conversation with Gina six months before we even tried to have a daughter. Try to have Riley. 
uh, where I was like, hey, Gina, uh, you wanted to talk about kids at that point in time. And she was like, yeah, I want to talk. I was like, well, before we continue, just so you know, uh, if for some medical reason that I can't or you can't, it's not going to burst my bubble. I'm cool. And she's like, okay, you know, let's just, let's just try, you know. So we did for six months, and then the day after Christmas, Gina was pregnant. And that's why I lost. That's why I have a bald spot in the back of my head. You've had that for a while. Don't don't kid yourself. For the show, Brandon. <laughs> no, but I, I look. I'm not trying to sound to you guys like 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 I'm depressing here about it. It's, I, I I love my daughter so freaking much. It's just I don't understand why people say the worst decision and the best decision. No, it's not fun. For a year and three months, I did not sleep. Neither did my wife. That's why we always fought. Cause you don't sleep. You don't have time to yourself. You can't take a shit without her in there with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't pee without her going, you know, staring at it and asking, what the fuck is Why that? Why is she in the bathroom with you? Because she won't leave you alone. If you shut the door, she <laughs> put, you know, back in the day. Now she's, now she's independent. But, you know, when she was developing, she wanted to be with you. Oh. It's like, leave me alone. You know what I mean? God, it's like, <laughs> leave me alone. You know, you're trying to take a shower, and Riley pulls the curtain. Gina? Gina? Gina, where's the receipt? <laughs> where's the receipt, Gina? You know, it's like, it's just, there's just, there's just no time to yourself. And if it wasn't for Riley, I wouldn't be quitting smoking anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I told Gina that before when I when I, when I I quit a few weeks ago. I said, if, if Riley was not here, I would not quit smoking. I'm just, I'm just flat out telling you the truth. Not even just for her? Mm-mm. No. I'm only quitting for Riley because I don't want to be 50 years old, have lung cancer, and then Riley has to bury me. She buries me when I'm 70 or 80. Not at 50. Not at 40. I want to see her, like, have a good life and shit. Yeah. So, it's... it's. I get why so, people I mean, say it, so... In that, in, in that, in that view, mm-hmm. that is the best part, then. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> you just refuse to accept it. No, because I'm not having fun quitting smoking. I love cigarettes. I love the smell of cigarettes. I love smoking. I miss the living shit out of it. It's it is like well, a best well, friend. It's once you're an addict, you're always an addict. Yeah. You, you just control it better. But so since since we're on the subject of marriage, mm-hmm. I mean, that is that that would I know you're gonna refuse, but that is a part of it being the best because you're gonna get to a point where you're walking her down her marriage. That that day may suck. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's like you're gonna realize in that moment, you know, she's oh, not yeah. mine anymore. I mean, she's she's always yours, but yeah. you know, and or even like the first day of school, the first day she goes off to college, like mm-hmm. you're you're gonna start realizing that disconnect. Even when she's in her teens, just mm-hmm. like, no, Dad, I can handle it. Just mm-hmm. get away. Right, take out that Billy ring. <laughs> you're so soft. I'm, I'm sure, not a like, whore. I, I'm sure that's something from what I've heard and from what I've read and seen. That's that's always a troubling thing for a parent is, you know, you struggle at first. You get to a point where your friends, by by time they're 7 to the age of 10, 11, that's when, like, the connection is the hardest. It's because they want to always, they want to start learning. They want to start doing what you're doing and you're teaching them. They're having fun. And then when that independent stage, teenager, is when they don't really need you anymore. Yeah. And you, is that, so I mean, like. The day that she hates aliens is going to be a sad day for me. I may be calling you both. <laughs> I may I may to have a few beers with the fellas at that day. No, it, it's I don't I don't really think I make myself clear. I'm not gonna go on and on and on about it. It's just could I at this point in my life right now, being thirty one and being married for five years, could I go right now without having a kid? Absolutely. 
Do I love my daughter more than anything? Fuck yeah. Am I working at a shitty job only for her, for the insurance? Yeah. Am I quitting smoking for her? Yeah. So I'm trying to do things for myself to make myself better for her. But it wouldn't kill me if I didn't have a child at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wouldn't go, oh, man. You know? Yeah. You know, that's all I'm saying. It's like... It's really fun to play with her, especially now, like when she says all these words and stuff. And mm-hmm. but it's like it's just God, I mean, that baby shit. I can do a diaper in ten seconds, but a year ago I couldn't. It's um, it's it sucks. But anyway, Ryan, uh, you you he got a question. Oh, I was just go off the the child uh, thing. Or, no, I'm excited to have children. Yeah. Yeah, we've already got like because I got two nieces and I I love hanging out with them. And I understand like oh I'm 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 the cool uncle. I hope I'm the cool uncle. Um. I understand that I'm not there for, like, the bad shit. Right. But I have watched them when they're being complete assholes. <laughs> so I have kind of experienced that. And, I, I, you know, I, I I look forward to the day where I can look at a child and see myself in their eyes and think, like, you're a part of me. Like, I'm going to give you everything I have. Mm. It's like, I, I, I'm happy about that. Like, we already got names picked out and shit for eight kids, and we only plan on having uh, three. No, I will never, na- I will never name a child. A child after one of my friends. Too much pressure for you. <laughs> it's too much pressure for you. Yeah. Friends. Like, we got what the uh, the first name I really like. It's Amabel Sue or Amabel Joe. I really like that name. Amabel and then Elijah. Those are the first, mm. first boy, first girl. Nice. Yeah. Brandon, if you had a kid, what would you name? Boy or girl? What would you name it? I never thought of it, to be honest. Uh, I know Shariah, She's she really loves the name Benjamin. Ah, we have a boy. Good old Christian name. So she would always be like, you know, she's already like thinking like Benjamin Michael to use my my middle name as well, like Benjamin Michael Sawkill. Um, which I told her I said don't do because the initials, it's rough for me. BS. Like don't do that to the kid. Ryan already knows that mine's <laughs> the worst. But go ahead, and then we'll tell that story later. Um, I don't know. It's I like I mentioned earlier. Um. When I said it's not for us, we've talked about it numerous times. And when you, like, especially when you're approaching 10-year mark, uh, it is a thing that you start really asking seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think we've gotten to a point where we've told each other that if, you know, when I'm like mid to late 30s, if we get to a point where we f- we're, we're starting to feel the regrets, uh, we definitely want to do adoption. Um, there's plenty of children who, you know, wonderful children who need a home. And instead of like, as she put it, <laughs> instead of ruining my fucking body, let's just take in a, let's take in a, <laughs> let's take in a child who really, who you know, who really needs a loving family. So I think if it comes down to that point where we really want a child or we feel like we need a child, um, I think adoption is probably going to be the way we're going to go. Absolutely, man. I hear what she's saying because I talk about Gina's uh, Gina giving birth like somebody surviving a major battle in a war. I was there, man. Well, I uh, I think for Shariah, she had two of her closest friends were adopted, mm. and uh, I think in that in that regards, she realizes what their lives would have been without the families they had. Mm-hmm. So she feels uh, she's she's very gung ho about making sure adopted children find a home mm-hmm. and um so i think that's probably the route we're gonna go once i get out of school and um she'll be starting next year and once we're just done and once we start settling into a position that we're comfortable with i think that's when we're going to start thinking seriously about it you know the funny thing about that is that i i was when uh when uh, gene and i were talking about having kids i talked to a lot of peers 
and they said you're never ready. You can have all the money in the world. Oh, yeah, no, no you're never ready. You're never ready. Actually, that's a huge life and like a life change. Right. You could you could actually you can be ready financially. Emotionally, you never will be. No, especially knowing that 30 kids have died in the United States with the flu, and your daughter had the flu, and you're like freaking the fuck out over the little. Oh God, it sucks. It sucks. I know, but it's great when she survives. It's like the best one of the best decisions you've made. You're gonna fish for that. <laughs> you want me just to say it to make you happy? I want you to feel it in your soul. I feel other things in my soul. Because it is. Is it? it just because is. everybody else says it doesn't mean I have to say it. Conform, Jordan. No. Conform. Uh-uh. No. War on Christmas. That's the way it is. That's <laughs> 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 just how it's happening. But, uh, Are you guys planning on another child? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Tina's pregnant! No. Um... Bellamere Sweets, like I said in the beginning of the show, I asked her tonight. Bring, bring, should, should we bring lots of rubbers? <laughs> no, no, we don't. We do not have condoms at all. I've not had a condom in ten years. Really? No, no. Oh. I had a rule. I have many rules in college. Those rules went away when I found out that Gina was the, actually the one. So anyway, that's another story. Um, I asked her tonight. I was like, Bellamere Sweets, we're talking about the beginning of the episode, and I said this is really romantic and really nice and blah 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 blah. Is this a baby-making trip? <laughs> and she goes, no. <laughs> Gina. No. Almost like you caught her in a lie. Yeah, I was like, Gina, you just looked left. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said that. We were at the computer. You know, you guys are laying up you my house. You have a tab open that says best baby names of 2017, and you closed <laughs> out of it. I was like, Gina, is this a baby? No. I'm like, Gina, you looked left. She goes, no, I didn't. I'm like, Gina... Gina, you guys can hear me say, okay. Gina. To build off that question, yeah. what if there's a chance of having a boy? Mm-hmm. No. No? Still no. no? No. I never want another one. Um, But, uh, no, yeah. I mean, like, I asked her, and, and she was like, um, no, no, no. She she swore it's not, but um, we're spending, like, almost 500 bucks on this whole thing. So there's definitely going to be some babies, baby stuff going on, I think. Um, I just have to be sober enough to not have a spaghetti dick and just pull out. <laughs> I just have to do it. Interesting choice of words. I like that. Yeah, think about that for yeah, a second. It, it looks like a wet noodle. Yeah. You know, some people call it whiskey dick. Okay. But uh, no, I just no, I just I just I just have to not give in to temptation. I just no, can't do it. Um, maybe my attitude will change. I don't know. Between now and the, the anniversary. May? That's five months. <laughs> yeah. A lot could change. I'll be smoke-free at that point. And I was going to tackle stopping drinking, too, with the smoking. Yeah, that lasted for, like, ten hours. So that might kill you. Yeah. You stop now. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to continue the drinking until the things, until the Nicorette's gone. But, um, yeah, yeah, no more. No. Hmm. Uh, Gina really wants to adopt. I have so many rules for adoption that just pisses her off. Um, which I don't want to even get into that because I because I know I just know that's gonna piss you off, Brandon. You probably. I'm just not even gonna get into that. I'm just not. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, you and Gina arguing, let's we can transition into the darker side of this whole story, and that is uh, when it ends. It's when the magic runs out, and uh, you guys decide to call it quits, go your separate ways. All three of us have been subjects of divorce. Yeah. Which is probably why all three of our marriages are going to be successful. I would hope so. I mean that's that's 
doesn't happen for everybody, but that's typically like the, the psychologist's rule of thumb is that, you know, take for instance uh, two parents who are criminals, there's a high chance that the child will never be. Mm-hmm. Just because of seeing it, what it does, seeing how it affects everything, they turn out to be much better. You know, they say something about smoking too and alcoholism. You know, my uh, dad and, 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 and my mom never smoked or really heavily drank that I saw, and I became a smoker and a drinker. And hopefully now Riley will not follow in that path. But, yeah, same thing. Yeah, I agree with you on that Like, uh, uh, my parents got divorced when I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. Um, that sucks. That's a that's a really ripe age to understand what's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, it was in 1999. They were married for 13 years. Um, all my dad's brothers and all my mom's brothers, I have no aunts by blood, they've all been married and divorced multiple times, except for one. That's because he never, I don't think he ever had a girlfriend. If you don't mind me asking, what was the reason for the divorce? Um, they just weren't getting, they couldn't get along. Mm. Like, after 13 years, after 13 though. years, yeah. Wow. My dad, um, was a very controlling man. Okay. And, like, my mom got tired of being under his thumb. And so when she tried to get her own freedom, like, yeah. it did not mesh. And so that's just what happens. Mm. I think, I think my, my thought is that, based on the stories that my parents have told us, um, I think that my mom married my, my mom and dad were in love. I believe that. But I think my mom... Uh, got married to my dad because he was like a way out of for her, like a way uh-huh. out of her situation. Because she, she is the second oldest of six children. Uh, she's the only girl, and so when her parents got divorced and married, and divorced and married, they, they her parents got divorced. They married other people, divorced them, married each other again, wow. got divorced, married other people, divorced them, got married again. Whoa! Yeah, and so all those times they, is that legal? Yeah. <laughs> So all those times they separated, her mom would take off with the the two twins, the youngest of the family, and so her dad would have the other uh, four kids. And since she was the second oldest, she was uh, she was around like twelve, I think, when they got divorced the first time. So she kind of took care of her brothers and raised her brothers. Right. And so my dad was uh, friend her my dad's mom my dad my dad's brothers was friends with her brothers when they first met when she was uh, seventeen and stuff. So I think that. That was just the way, because he's, my dad's nine years, or six years older than my mom, so, like, he was an adult, nice. and it was a way for her to es- escape, essentially. And then, like, in terms of, like, I, I don't want to say generational gap, but still, six years is enough time to, like, for one person to know more than another, you know what I mean, in terms of yeah. how to handle everything. Yeah, but, yeah, my, that's, that's from what I, what I gather, that was kind of the driving force, is that she got tired of him controlling her. Yeah. 13 years. Yeah, I mean, that'll ruin anything, really. I mean, one person trying to take control over another. Um, I I have no recollection of what my mom and dad, other than stories that I hear now, but they separated when I was three. Uh, and that's when uh, mom ushered me down to Florida, and I stayed there until 2009, pretty much. So, there's things I, I get from dad. I've never heard anything from mom. Mom and I are Dad and I are much closer than my mom, than my mom and myself. Uh, mom's never really opened up to me much, so I've never got, like, her side of the story. But from what Dad always told me was, like, not, they never had, uh, it was never anything, that crucial or bad or, or terrible on their split up. It was just they didn't see eye to eye, and a lot of it was money. Uh, I guess from what I was, what I was told is mom was spending way more than what money was coming in. Uh, That's always a big factor. Yeah. And uh, Dad actually did not know Mom and I were in Florida until she called him. 
he actually came home from what he told me is he came home we weren't there he flipped out because uh, mom was working two jobs at the time he was working three so he didn't have a lot of spare time at home so when he actually had a day off from his third job he had like a few hours to kill just like sleep we weren't there the typical time that mom was supposed to be so he called her and he's like hey where are you guys at are you guys okay and mom, I guess just nonchalantly, she was like, we're in Florida, and we're going to stay here. Oh, wow. So, I mean... It's harsh. Yeah. Under that, I mean, not, I don't want to, like, I'm not bashing my mother or anything, but I think that's one thing I wish she would have always sat down with me for and been like, here's why. I've never gotten a reason why from her. Right. Never probably will. Again, like I said, other than birthdays and Mother's Day, that's all we really talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... And the occasional Christmas. Uh, so, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's the state of the divorce for me. And I remember always um, summer. I spent every summer up here. That's when I spent with Dad and every other Christmas. Summer was the time of year for me, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mine, too. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of anything more than to be up here. And as I got older, especially my teenagers, I tried asking here and there. And I remember Dad took me to Cedar Point. We were driving home, and uh, I, I just, out of the blue, I just asked Dad. I was like, so what really happened between you and Mom? And all Dad could say at the moment was, things didn't work out. Wait till you're a little older. Uh, I'd like to talk to you about it then. Hmm. And, yeah, uh, we moved up here in 09. I think it was uh, that Christmas, actually, Christmas of 09, our first full Christmas together, mm-hmm. like, without having to interrupt anything. Dad sat down with me that Christmas night, and he was like, I want to tell you what happened. So it was, I think hearing that from him and, and then knowing dad went through it twice um i don't know i just it, it gave me an incentive to really work and try with shariah you know like to make it work if there if there's a problem that happens like with anything in life you don't just give up on it like sit down work it out figure it out and i think that's the beauty of learning and growing as a human being is and you start learning more about yourself too you know what you can survive and what you can push through how did uh, your parents separate? Dad likes the ladies. I, I, there's nothing else but that, you know. Uh, dad likes the ladies. Uh, there was a lady at work uh, that Dad worked at that he just retired from. Uh, she. Threw, Are you sure it's not my mother? Because that it's oddly from. It's he, oddly. he 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 swears, and so does Mater swear. It ain't your mom. All right. Yeah, because remember, there's three years apart from us. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I was because my mom, for the listeners and for Ryan, um, my mom worked at Andersons at the same time Dad did. She came they... in a year after Dad and Mom divorced. My mom divorced. Okay. How long were your parents together, Jordan? They met freshman year at college in University of Toledo in 1975, and they divorced in 1987. Okay, so that's a good chunk of time. Man, they got married in. Uh, this is funny. Gene and I are following my mom and Dad's footsteps. In a way. Um, some years are screwed up, some years are not. But uh, Gina and I met uh, college age, essentially, right? Gina was graduating college, right? Uh, we met in 09. Gina and I got married in 2013, right? And Gina, uh, mom and dad got married the same age that Gina and I did at 26, 27. And then dad and mom had me when they were both 30. And Riley was born when Gina and I were both 30. Hmm. So it's very funny interesting way to think about it but yeah they got together in 75 
They got married in 83. 75. So that's when, that was the year dad graduated high school. Dad graduated high school. He was 18. Mom was 18. And they both met each other at UT. Okay. Uh, mom was studying to be teacher. Dad mm-hmm. wanted to be an engineer. Yeah. Um, dad quickly, I know other stories I'm not going to share on air, <laughs> but dad had personal family issues that he had to leave. Yeah, I know some of those. And uh, so, you know, he just did that, and um, they they got married in 83. They had me in 87. They tried for a year and a half. Hmm. They, uh, Mom has told me that. Dad didn't tell me that. And you're what they ended up with? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was supposed to be a girl. That's a fun thing. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I guess that's a fun, like, segue question was, if you were a girl, did, did, did your parents ever tell you what your na- girl name would have been? Stephanie Jean. Natalie, yeah. Natalie Ray. Mine would have been Brittany Nicole. Yeah. Well, I was a girl. I was a girl until <laughs> I, I was came like, out. fucking Brittany. I would have been a bitch, Mom. <laughs> I would have been a bitch. <laughs> no, um, it, it's funny because in the 80s, you don't you don't really look at the timeline and go, well, that was really far away from now. But I guess it, it, I, I guess it really is. It's 31 years ago, yeah. 87. And my mom said, and Dad confirmed, that they measured the sex of the kid off of the heartbeat. They didn't have ultrasounds as awesome as they do nowadays. Huh. So... I could be completely getting this reversed yeah. to all the listeners, somebody who knows out there. But um, back then, if you had a faster heartbeat, you were a girl, slower heartbeat, you were a boy, or vice versa. Because we were already dying in the womb. Yeah. If you were a boy. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I had a fast heartbeat. So like, it's a girl. Natalie Ray, dad painted the room pink. Pink, <laughs> pink, 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 pink. Uh, I was supposed to be born on January 1st of 87. I didn't. My mom's water did not break until January 11th. I was not born until January 12th at 10 o'clock at night. Mm. Uh, my mom almost died, close to die, dying, because I was so big uh, that I shit in her. They had to do a C-section. I was 10 pounds, 10 ounces. <laughs> and when I came out, my dad, dad says this. Dad says so when I came out, he goes, "That's a penis. <laughs> We're not having a girl. We're having a boy." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because everything was pink. Yeah. So dad had to repaint everything. And then uh, uh, then um, mom knew uh, that dad was having an affair at that time when I was born. Uh, but she was trying to work with him on it. Dad wanted to, and dad has admitted to it, uh, dad wanted to continue to see other women but live in the basement of the house. Okay. Mom thought that was fuck, fucking weird. She was like, wait a minute, so you can come and go out of the house as you please, but you live and fuck women in the basement. No, that's weird. Um, and then a month after I was born, uh, February 12th, uh, they filed for divorce and dad peaced out. That was just, that's the way it was. Yeah. Dad peaced out. Dad, I, I, I don't know if it was different for you, but growing up, I always remember now, dad was not around much. He was always around when you came up for in the summer, but dad, dad has told me many times he's come over here before when he gets a little couple beers in him. Dad doesn't like kids. He doesn't like kids. And he said, that's why I always took you and your brother to movies. <laughs> I don't know what to do with you. You know, so that's what he always said. Uh, but uh, but dad's not dad's not a dad to me really anymore. Dad's more of just like a buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I go to him for advice and shit because, you know, he's 61 years old and, you know, but I don't really see him as, you know, the king dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's I just don't see that. But that fucked me up. 
I mean, like, I'm, I'm 31 years old and I'm still fucked up, you know, I'm still looking for that older father figure. Because everybody else in this town, as, as growing up, you know, you fart in the morning, everybody knows in the afternoon that you farted. It's just this town, you know, and I was the kid in school that didn't have a mommy and a daddy. You know what I mean? So it was, it was very hard for me growing up to under, not, under, not understand and realize why mommy and daddy weren't living together. And it's very hard for me being married and also being a parent, too. That's probably another reason why I say it's not the worst and greatest thing ever because I don't know how to be a parent because I never experienced a mom and a dad working together. You see what I'm saying? To, you know, to work with me. You know, my mom was my mom and my dad. So that's, that's how that was to a certain degree. So, but anywho, uh, but dad's more of a crack open a beer. Let's talk about titties kind of guy now, you know. He's, that's just who dad is. But that's why I think that us three will probably have a better chance of not getting divorced because we grew up with that. Well, um, you guys, did you guys, I know you went through um, premarital counseling. We had to, yeah. yeah. Um, did you guys do premarital counseling at all? Nope. So the, ch- the church, the, the, guy, the pastor, the officiant we had at our wedding, he made us go through the premarital counseling where you sit down. We had to do a financial plan. Yep. And we had to do, um, like, uh, we had to take this online sort of quiz survey thing and that that determined how compatible we were and he said that we were the most compatible group he's ever had hmm. which is really good we got 86 percent compatibility no means we're like almost one in one you know yeah, i got like 10 oh fuck. continue um but anyways uh, he spends a good deal at least the guy i went to spent a good deal talking about divorce and how you know you're supposed to do all this stuff the marriage uh, when you have kids, it's going to be tough. you got to remember the marriage. According to him, the marriage is about the, you and the wife, you, know, you and your significant other. The kids are there, but they are not the most important part of your marriage and stuff like that. Um, and that led to me and Elise having uh, this really big conversation about divorce and stuff because I don't ever plan on getting divorced. I, you don't get married and then you're expecting to get divorced. That's stupid. That's a waste of money. Um, but like I said earlier, all I know is divorce. Yeah. Like I got my parents, all my uncles, the, yeah, everybody. That's all I know, yeah. That's all we know. But for Elise, she knows the opposite. Mm-hmm. Lifelong marriages. Like her her dad's mom and dad were married until he died 10 years ago. And they were married for 50 years. Wow. Uh, her parents have been married since nine months before she was born. Um, uh, I know Gina, her parents are still married. Uh-huh. They're in their 60s at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's an, an interesting. We got my grandparents been married for seventy four years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I think that's uh, an interesting aspect that we have. Uh, I don't know, Shri- are Shariah's parents married? No, uh, Shariah's father uh, left her in a park by herself at the age of two to for a drug deal. Oh wow! Was and it crack? It better be crack because that's the only reason why you leave a child. No, that was the. Uh, that it was... wasn't crack. No, motherfucker. She's never. She's never seen him since. She was like, uh, she was she started crying and someone heard her. She was like, because apparently he pushed her behind a tree oh, wow. to keep her out of view. And um, yeah, left her there. Apparently, according to, um, and just in terms of like how malnourished she was, she was kept. She was left there by herself for almost thirteen hours. So yeah. did her mom marry someone else? No, it was off and on with other boyfriends oh, and okay. stuff. Um, but yeah, like her actual father, who actually uh, I can remember 2012, he tried calling her back to be like, you know, hey, I want to make up for things. I want to give you some money for college. And um, I can remember her blatantly just telling him, 
You can go. You can go fuck yourself. And then she hung up on. That's him. right. He wasn't at the wedding. That's why I had to walk her down. Right. Yeah. That's oh. right. I forgot. So yeah, that that's her. Yeah. That's yeah. that's uh, my wife's uh, family situation. Yeah. Yeah. I I gave Shariah away. How <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Because I guess her dad wasn't there. I didn't ask questions at the time. I didn't care. I was I was in my salesman phase. I was too busy getting drunk and having a good time. His bachelor party sucked, in my opinion. Yeah, we went and saw X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh. Pack uh, Theater. Well, and I wanted to go out to strip clubs and get drunk. Well, he couldn't, right? Is it unless you're 21 to go to strip he clubs? He didn't really want to do that to begin with. It's not his style. We've all learned that from Pennsylvania. <laughs> strip yeah. clubs and drinking is not his style. Oh, I'm, I'm cool with drinking. I'd rather just talk about movies. In here. <laughs> See, my, my bachelor party, I've had a fucking blast. And, like, Elise is all upset because my brothers were supposed to be there because they were groomsmen and all that stuff. And then they just didn't show up. They kept telling me, oh, yeah, we're going to be there. They couldn't go the first night, but they'd be there the second day and all that stuff. They never showed up. But I think it's for the best because me and my brother, like, I love my brothers. You know, they're my blood and all that stuff. But, like, we're not really friends, you know? Like, we don't have the same interests. And so, like, my bachelor party, I had all my, my friends there. And we just got drunk and played board games all night in this cabin in the middle of the woods. Fuck yeah, see, I would have loved to do that. And they wouldn't, they, my brothers wouldn't have had fun with that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I... I genuinely, I genuinely had fun. That was the first time I played that house on. Uh, well, on to, hill. did you go to mine? Yeah, we went to we went to the um, casino. Walleye game casino. Walleye game, then the casino. I won 180 bucks. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, yeah, I know. And then I blew it all at the strip club. <laughs> you did blow it at the strip, and and then, and then and then Terry thought that a stripper wanted him. Yeah. No, the thing I remember most from your uh, bachelor party is I went to the strip club. I got this real skinny black girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Uh, they were doing two for one dance specials. Called the Hen House. No, it's called Maryland's on the. Oh, it's, it's it's Hen House now. It was Pole Cats back then. Pole Cats, now but now it's, it's Hen House. <laughs> okay. Um, because it's right down the street. Mud Hen sued and lost. It's right down the street from the stadium. Like the but house. I remember I got this little black girl, and I they were doing two for one dances, and so I just kept giving her money, and she danced for like twenty minutes straight. Yeah, wow. that was yeah. amazing. I, I was impressed. I gave her a twenty dollar tip and everything. Told her she's very good and stuff, and like she ran out of moves eventually. So, like, she just, like, at near the end of it, she was, like, just going to kind of grab my head and was, like, thrusting her crotch in my face. Nice. <laughs> nice. But, like, I remember the next morning, I woke up, and it, uh, like, I wake up with erections, all guys, you know. Yeah, morning wood, man. Gotta exactly. love it. And so, I woke up, because it, it hurt. Yeah. And when I was investigating, like, she had rubbed off some skin on my dick. With her nail? No, with like her body, because like, her body. Cause, like for 15 minutes she's sitting there just grinding her ass into my my erection. Nice. So uh, yeah, that's what I remember most from. Your oh man, you got a fucking stiffy on that. Yeah. Nice. She's, uh, she's an attractive. Was she? Black girl. Yeah, yeah. Our bachelor party, uh, they wanted us to surprise me, so they got me one of those party buses. Mm. And uh, a lot of people got drunk very quickly because we because I wanted to pregame an hour before we went out at my apartment. And then we went to the walleye game, and then that's when we were all doing e-cigarettes. And Josh decided to share his e-cigarette with everybody around him at the walleye game. Ugh. Remember that? Yep. That was disgusting. We were only there for two periods. Yeah. Because everybody was drunk. People were getting... I was the soberest one at I my batch. I was drunk. I was sober. I as, I'm sober as a pound. I, didn't, I, I really only knew you and Eric, so I didn't feel comfortable getting drunk. Craig got destroyed. Yeah, he was buying everyone shit at the... Yeah. At the Strip club. He was like just throwing down hundreds, like rounds, rounds on me. Yeah. Let's do shots. Yeah. Do you Jesus. want a beer? Yeah. Somebody farted on the bus, and that's what got him sick. That was Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the, the windows, the windows of the party bus would go down. I love it. Yeah, the, the, the windows wouldn't go down. And I remember, I don't, know if, I don't know if I'm making this up or if I remember this. One of the two. But for some reason, I remember Terry farting so bad, smelled like eggs. Yeah. Craig had so much to drink, he wanted to just throw up. But the windows wouldn't work. So didn't he stick his head out the top of the emergency? I don't remember that. <laughs> for some reason, That's I remember good. him looking for the emergency thing up top. I don't know if, I, I don't know if that's a dream or... I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Uh, I, remember, I remember Terry pissing me off, but yeah, I don't remember well, yeah, because Craig doing that. Uh, uh, because um, cause Terry, uh, last story about that, they, they run the bus for me. I don't know the bus was happening. And the bus is X amount for so much time. And we had to be back by midnight, which kind of sucked for a bachelor party. Yeah. They picked us up at like 8 or 9. Oh, wow. Three-hour gap? Yeah, and we had to be back by midnight, or it was $100 extra an hour or something like that. So we were all worried about time. So everything felt rushed, too, at the same time. That's why why I didn't get drunk. Right. Because we wanted to go to the wall game, we wanted to go to the casino, and we wanted to go to the strip club. But how the fuck am I going to do all three of this in three hours, you know? Right. So I was just kind of worried about everybody else. We're at the strip club, and the limo, not the limo, but the uh, bus party bus guy came in remember and he was like i'm leaving if you guys don't fucking get terry out of here because terry was dropping hundreds on strippers because this hundreds? one hundreds oh yeah no there's this one that jesus there's this one um that he took to like the champagne room like the expensive like the, the higher price one where they did it ed and eric oh yeah. okay and so we had to get him away from that because he just kept throwing money at that and then the whole time on the bus he's like dude she fucking was into me man I was like, she gave me her fucking number. She told me to come back after her shift. He's like, I'm gonna, fu- I'm gonna fuck that girl, man, and all this stuff. And we're like, uh, like I don't know about you guys. I was thinking, like, dude, like, you have a living girlfriend with three kids. Like, that's, yeah, you're almost thirty. Let's weigh the, the weigh the. the it's the like he couldn't, here. he couldn't, uh, he couldn't disassociate that she, she was, was just money. right. Yeah, and then um, some guys after they dropped us off. Ooh, some guys decided to go to Steak and Shake. Not me. You didn't go. No, I went. And I, I came home. Back. I went in my Gina was awake. Yeah. I come inside. It's like 12, 12.30, and Gina's awake. When we were young, when we went to bed at 12.30 at night. <laughs> now we go to bed at 9. This is actually past my bedtime. And Gina goes, you're back from your bachelor party? I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. She goes, really? I said, yeah, a couple of guys are at Steak and Shake down the street. She goes, go to Steak and Shake. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Hmm. You know, so uh, Gina's bachelorette party was full of cocks. In the best possible way. They did the- you could suck, eat, lick, stick places. Mm. Mm. Wish I'd have been there. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I, Gina, I was I was getting things right because she was having her bachelorette party at the apartment and I had to leave that day. And this is a fun story. I don't, don't expect all of us to talk about bachelorette parties. I just want to tell you this. Gina goes, hey, can you please blow up this balloon for me? Because I was helping her get things set up so I can get out of there, you know. So I'm like, okay. So I start grabbing the balloon. It's a deflated balloon. I don't know what it is. You know, it's not a cock. Don't worry. And I'm blowing it up, and I begin to realize it's yellow. I begin to realize this is a banana. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I put it down, and Jenny goes, "What?" I was like, "This is a banana." She goes, "Yeah." I was like, "Is this the bachelorette game where you, where you, the bride, put the banana between your legs, and the girls try to throw a ring around it?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "No." She goes, "Before you leave, you want to see the cupcakes? You want to see the cupcakes?" <laughs> Gina baked dick cupcakes. Nice. And she wanted me to help her sprinkle Oreos around it to make pubes on the balls. 
She's a keeper, man. I can see why you fell in love with her. <sighs> dick, 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 dick. Yeah, Elise kept um, two of the dick straws. Dick straws? Yeah, she had. It, they were um, like just regular straws, and at the top of them was a dick with two testicles. So, like, you sucked through the dick. Yeah. They're not very easy to use. I tried. It's. You tried? Yeah, they're kind of, they're very tight, and the holes are very small. I don't think, okay. Well, I mean, the, the funny thing about women, though, is that, you know, you got you got all this dick stuff for their bachelorette parties, but it's like, we don't walk around with titties around our necks or titty straws or... That's true. I didn't have any tits at my... You like, know what I mean? My tits were at my bachelorette party, but no one, I mean, that was, that was the only pair. But think about that, though. I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, we went to a strip club for mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, even for yours, like, I mean, like, like girls, they naturally want to give the bride dick stuff. No, my I was actually upset with what Shariah did. What did she do? Because I wasn't involved. <laughs> oh, she's oh she had a stripper and you wanted to do it. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Her and her friends. She had a friend that brought over a bag of weed, and they all went to the beach and just stuck their feet in the water and just sat back and just got high. Hmm. Okay. And when she told me that, I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> I went and saw a goddamn. X-Men Origins Wolverine. And my brother wanted to go to a strip club all night. No, I didn't want. I didn't care about a strip I wanted to be there getting high. Well, I you... want that sticky icky. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was legitimately upset. I was like, you, you did this without me? Yeah, I know, right? We've, we've, since, we've since then rectified it and gotten high together many times. Yeah, I don't get high. Which is a lot of fun, with, especially with Shariah. Colors are jumping out at her. She wants to like eat them. She's like trying to eat shit, and yeah. it's amazing. It's Not beautiful. My thing. One day we'll ha- I'll have to try. We'll have to try and like do it, and we can all see it. And yeah, would you I'll guys? Look- would you guys want to be like involved with some? I like to see it because I see you when you're fucked up, and it's amazing. <laughs> I'm much different when I'm high. Yeah. Uh, before we end the show, can I tell them about your Main Street naked story? Go ahead, I guess. Not really it- part of the marriage. Though. No, it is. It's <laughs> part about your marriage because it was your first year of being married, and you were here. Oh, and I don't remember it. You don't remember that? No. Okay. <laughs> so this is our... It's going to be a tale for another day when we talk about our, our teenage exploits. He wasn't a teenager. Oh, that's... Okay, well, I got... I mean, I got streaking stories, too. I got, like, stupid decisions. Yeah, too. but he was... Okay. It's, it's cats out of the bag. Well, um, no, let, let's save it. Let's okay. save it. I think that's a good... That's a good... Uh, right. That's a good episode. Things that... Things we regret. What did Brandon do <laughs> nine years ago on Main Street? called a cliffhanger in the middle of a blizzard yeah, i don't remember shit let's Sorry. worry <laughs> about that next time so thank you so much everybody for listening to this episode we greatly appreciate it if you like this episode and continue wanting to listen more check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com check us out at movieguyspodcast.com on twitter movieguyspod and also on facebook movieguyspod you can find us and other Shows are part of the network under that umbrella of Movie Guys Podcast. But for Brother Brandon, thank you for joining me. Yeah. And best friend Ryan, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. And we'll be back next week for another episode of Podcast. Have a good night. <laughs>